on a Zoom with me is an incredible woman that we need to hear from today of all days in this year of 2021.1.0.3. We don't know where we are, what we're doing. We're in a lockdown. It's it's a global pandemic. And I've been talking to a lot of, of scientists and a lot of medical professionals over the last couple of weeks. And I think this is definitely someone that we need to speak to because not only is she a scientist, I think, but I think I'm right here. Um, she's also into research and writing and philosophy and creativity, which I don't know how they work together, but we're going to figure it out. And maybe you can find your dream career. Danielle de Villiers is on a Zoom with me. Hello, Danielle. Hi, Danny. Thank you for the opportunity to chat to you. I am I am stoked, but also a little bit overwhelmed because I'm I'm nowhere near as smart as you, and um, I don't even have my tricks. So I'm just going to try my best, and if I'm wrong, you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> In your bio, that you studied STEM, STM, academia. Yes. What is that? So STEM is an acronym referring to the academic studies of science, technology engineering and mathematics. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I need to know why. Why this? What drove you to, to want to do this? I've always had a passion for science and technology. And my parents have always encouraged me to try and make sense of things. They allowed me to constantly create experiments at home and make a mess growing up. <laughs> um, I've always been very curious, constantly questioning the workings of the world around me. And I was also always reading. I loved reading National Geographic and Scientific American um, and stories about smart individuals solving problems or crimes. Um, so I wanted to find an answer and I'm passionate about research. I am here for all of this. I don't fully understand all of it, but I do know that through Milcura and, and the company that you work for, you're doing a lot of research on synthetic skin substitutes and the opportunities that this allows, right? And this sounds like a very big deal moving forward in the world, but like no one goes into these things without a reason. And I want to know why was this something that's important to you, burn care, wound care, synthetic skin, so with the skin substitute, you ideally want to mimic what the natural skin does that you are replacing. And I love to show microscopy images of the technology that we've used in the skin substitute compared to what is found naturally in the human body. And it's rather difficult to tell the difference. The incredible technology incorporated into these membranes are capable of mimicking the morphological characteristics of the skin. And we are able to do this in South Africa so the experience of the long hours of research in the lab, coming up with the prototypes, and then getting to the clinical testing phase is something I'll never forget. But seeing the product actually making a difference, particularly to the pediatric patients' lives, that was so special and motivating. I want to talk to you. I want to talk into this because obviously this product is going to have a positive impact. What is the positive impact that you've seen thus far? There is a high incidence of burns in South Africa with devastating consequences. Okay. It is estimated that over 1 million patients are burned annually on the African continent. And there was a South African survey that showed thermal injuries to be the most common external cause of death under the age of four years. Wow. So it was incredible to see that the Malcura wound care products are actually making an impact and healing wounds and restoring the patient's quality of life. 
Wow. I didn't know that number. Oh my gosh. That's, but like, obviously now through lockdown, lives have changed. More people are at home. I'm assuming more people are going to be burning themselves. How has lockdown affected the work you guys do and how have you worked around it? Well, the lockdown has impacted the wound care and biomedical market greatly. Um, Trauma and accidents still happened, but this was sidelined as the focus became solely on preventing and treating COVID. Mm. During the heavy lockdown, our actual lab work and product development slowed to a halt. Um, Orders and income also slowed as the hospitals focused on the need for PPE and oxygen and a COVID vaccine. And the Malcura Wound Care brand is part of a biomedical group of companies called the Southern Group. And that focuses on the local manufacture of different medical devices, from spinal implants to ophthalmic solutions. And the lockdown impacted all aspects of the group. But as we have seen, out of this crisis emerged new and incredible opportunities. We had to become more creative with online training. We also started selling our Malcura products online as patients couldn't get to the clinics and hospitals as easily. And we also got to branch into COVID-19 research and collaborated with scientists and doctors from around the world. I love how people are thinking outside of the box at this time. Like uh, it's, it's been so necessary for everyone to look at other avenues and how we can help and assist each other. But now, obviously, through doing this research, synthetic skin substitutes, Milcura, wound care, burn care, You've seen some big changes, I'm sure, during the work that you do. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the impact's been that you've seen? When Malcura was founded, we started by perfecting honey and wound care. Um, It is antibacterial and perfect for preparing wound beds for healing. And honey has been incorporated into wound care even since ancient Egyptian times. So it's a well-established wound care avenue. The biggest changes we've seen is that the science has progressed incredibly and it's constantly evolving. And we now have access to advanced materials uh, such as bioresorbable polymers and negative pressure technologies. So there's this integration of fields from across the board, from biochemistry to biomedical engineering, which has um, all had an impact on enhancing wound healing. Mm. Now, obviously, working in the industry that you work in, there's going to be some red tape when you bring a product like Milcura to the to the table, right? They're going to people are going to be like, no, it's just honey or corporate red tape or whatever red tape there is. What obstacles have stood in the way of you guys getting this out to the people, and how have you overcome them? I think we all agree that we are inevitably going to encounter challenges, but we can find the silver lining. What many don't realize is that we have this unique resource in South Africa, mainly our multi-floral medical grade Feinbos honey, Malcura. <laughs> and this product range has been used extensively and with great clinical success since its inception. And when we started out, the wound care market in South Africa was quite established with large global wound care companies. Yeah. And we wanted to provide an alternative to the expensive imported wound care products available at the time. So it was a chance to give smaller clinics and communities who lacked these high-end products access to advanced wound care. And our goal since then has been to provide quality products at affordable prices to all our customers in the wound care industry in South Africa. Mm. But a large market for us now is export of our Malcura products. 
But a huge challenge has been the costs associated with the European CMARC and FDA registration. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, Danielle, so in the Milkura, there's there's the, the medical grade Feinbos. And you talk a little bit about, uh, what, it, uh, what did you say, a base, a wound uh, what did you say? A wound base? Uh, the wound bed. A wound bed mean? preparation. What does that mean? <laughs> An open wound has the chance to get um, infected and come into contact with debris. And um, it can also have what's called slough um, and dead tissue. And so wound bed preparation is, is the process of cleaning the wound bed um, and allowing that wound healing process to take place. And honey is excellent for that because it has what's known as debriding qualities. Um, and that's where it, it softens all that uh, dead tissue and slough and you're able to clean that from the wound. That is kind of gross, but also kind of cool. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit of a weirdo. Okay. Go, go, going yeah, back. you shouldn't go into this if you're squeamish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can well imagine. But going back to you, right, the balance between creativity and science, how do you move between the two? And, I mean, you're, you're very in, in, in innovative, um, working on synthetic skin and doing all of the things that you do. But this is obviously about balance, right? A lot of people have misconceptions that um, – science is, is boring and you, you're stuck behind a, a computer or um, long hours in a lab, but um, it really is um, a, a creative avenue. I, I've incorporated uh, creativity in my, my product training to make it more interesting. And um, I get to be involved with the, the marketing aspect of these, these products, I get to work right through product development from inception of the product all the way to the end to post-market. And um, it's just been an incredible opportunity um, to combine the the creative side um, with the the science side. Um, We've had the opportunity to write a lot of uh, articles. And as I've said, for these new solutions, you, you can be creative, but we also, we do need to, to follow the, the disciplined approaches um, because we are putting products onto patients. And um, so you need to have also um, clinical evaluation and, and yeah. risk analysis. Obviously. Okay. Speaking of bones, right? In this time of COVID, none of us really want to find ourselves in an emergency room. So you know better than the rest of us. Identifying a burn the most common burns. What do we do to stabilize the burn before we rush to the hospital? And how do we know when it's necessary to rush to the hospital? Well, now in the peak of winter, the the use of candles and paraffin stoves and open fires has increased, placing everyone at even greater risk of thermal burns. And we've also seen during these times of COVID-19, there's been a spike in burns caused by steaming as a precaution against COVID-19. Wow, yes. But uh, burns are are classified based on how deeply your skin has been harmed. And and these are called degrees or thicknesses. 
you have a first degree or superficial thickness burn, which only affects the outer layer of your skin. So that would be like a mild sunburn. You get a second degree or partial thickness where the outer layer of your skin, um, as well as the underneath layer, the dermis has been damaged and your skin will, will go bright red and it will be swollen. It may look shiny and wet and uh, you'll often see blisters. Okay. Then you get a, a third degree, which is sometimes called a full thickness burn, and that destroys the two full layers of your skin. Um, and instead of turning red, it may appear black or brown, even white or yellow. Um, and interestingly, it won't actually hurt because this type of burn damages nerve endings. And then lastly, you get um, a fourth degree, and this is the deepest and most severe burn. These burns destroy all the layers of your skin, as well as bones and muscles and tendons. So when, when it comes to, for example, animal bites, uh, no matter how small, or cuts or punctures from a rusty or dirty object that may need a tetanus shot, mm. cuts deeper than half a centimeter, or those that bleed excessively, um, wounds that may need stitches, um, those that have a jagged edge or wounds on the face that may need special attention for cosmetic reasons, you should always see a doctor in these cases. Okay. But there are many minor injuries that can be treated at home. And for that, you, what you should do is you should rinse the wound with running cool tap water or, or cool clean water from a container mm -hmm. for at least 20 minutes. And this will cool down the wound and assist with the pain. And thereafter, apply a honey-based wound care product, such as Malcura, uh, which should be in every first aid kit <laughs> to protect the wound from <laughs> bacteria and create the ideal healing environment. I find it really important to speak to, especially women like yourself who are in this field, because I think a lot of the time kids today are looking at Instagram and influencers and people in the entertainment industry as the gold standard of what we want to be when we're big. But you are changing the world and people in science are changing the world. And I think we forget that there are other career paths and avenues that one can take. And I wanted to talk to you about the importance of a career in science. Why should kids consider this career? Why, why do you think it'll be beneficial for them to go into a career like yours? Well, you get to live and work on the cutting edge. A scientist is not just a person in a white lab coat, and it's not only confined to a career in academia. STEM professionals are biomedical engineers, astronomers, software developers, aerospace engineers, roboticists, computer scientists, material scientists, physicists and chemists, and so many other professions. Each of these occupations is pushing our understanding of the universe and literally building the future. And what ties all STEM fields together is the focus on solving problems and creating new knowledge. Many current STEM professions didn't even exist 10 years ago. And I think 10 years from now, there will almost certainly be jobs we can't imagine now. And STEM careers in Africa are important because we are short of innovation that is specific to the problems that we have in Africa. You're working on synthetic skin. You are taking Milcura worldwide. You are saving lives, helping burn victims, healing wounds. Where to from here? 
Well, I spent the first 10 years gaining the education and experience that I needed and the next five years happily doing research and development at Malcura. But I'm interested in new technologies and I really like that I have the ability to work together with engineers and other scientists to promote future wound care technologies. Um, innovative technologies are being developed and medical advances are occur occurring at a rapid rate um, while the global health problems are increasing. And in order to keep pace and meet these challenges, Malcura must train and develop the best local talent and draw that talent from all biomedical sectors. Malcura is uniquely positioned to play an active role in leading the discipline and shaping the future of wound care in South Africa. We have the privilege to provide leadership in engaging with research institutions and other entities that share our vision for, um, of advancing human health and wound care. And to carry out this vision, foremost amongst my goals is to grab junior and underrepresented talent and prepare them for this field. Hmm. I also seek to continue to build partnerships across the professional biomedical community within South Africa. I am ready for the new talent. I am so excited to see where the, the heights that you're taking this research and what you're going to do. Um, if we wanted to get Malcura for our emergency box or find out more about it or get in touch with you, where do we find you and Malcura? Well, to buy our phenomenal Malcura wound care products, you pop on to www.malcura.co.za. Um, and myself and our scientists are also available to answer any of your questions at info at or on social media at Malcura Wound Care. Danielle, thank you so much for your time. This has been really informative. And I now know what different burns are and when I should rush and when I should just deal with it at home. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much.